back. Another episode, another team preview. Bob Johnson speaking. Also Matt Baker speaking. Flying start. If you want to find us online, BrickHousePodcast.com, you can email us through there. Find us on Twitter, at BrickHousePod, at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Uh, check us out on Almighty Baller. If you like our segment, Five Stars, uh, show it. Show oh. it to us by giving us five stars on iTunes. Good work. Good way of putting that. You can, you can roast us in your review just as long as you give us five stars. Speaking of roasts, Bob... Uh-huh. Paul George for Oladipo and Sabonis. Yes. That's tanking so good it made Sam Hinkie come out of hiding. <laughs> have you heard uh have you heard the new slogan? Indiana's new slogan? No. Indiana. The only place in America where you where you'll be happier in Oklahoma City. Ooh. Well, if there's one thing Edward Snowden taught us is that every cell phone that comes into the U.S. goes to a special facility in Utah where it's equipped with technology that allows our U.S. government to listen to every person's phone calls. Whoa. This is a fact. Okay. No one cares, though, apparently. A lesser-known facility exists in Indiana where a chip is inserted into only a few select white guys to make them good at basketball. (laughs) That's how we have white guys in the NBA. Fun fact. I have some family in Indiana and nearby, next door, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I always forget until I go back there that every driveway in the state seemingly has a hoop on it. Then I stay there a few days and remember, oh, right, that's because there's nothing else to do here. <laughs> Same thing applies to bowling. Next time you go bowling, ask the winner where they're from. I guarantee you that person's from the Midwest. <laughs> the Pacers aren't really doing themselves any favors with their jersey colors either, that mustardy yellow. It's like they took a Lakers jersey to their designer and said, this is what I want, only disgusting. (laughs) Whatever you knock the Pacers for, though, you have to credit them with one thing that no other team has been able to do since. Make Roy Hibbert look good. Oh, yeah. Paul George left the Pacers because he wanted to go to L.A. If you're an Indiana fan, I know that hurts, but you shouldn't be surprised. I was about as shocked when Dwayne Wade left his baby mama for Gabrielle Union. But who needs pretty women when you have IndyCar racing? <laughs> it's true. The Pacers made some changes this season, and we're going to tell you about them. They signed uh, Darren Collison right? as okay. a free agent. They also signed Bojan Bogdanovich. Is that the lesser Bogdanovich? I well, can't keep them straight. It's the one who is on the Nets and then the Wizards and then now the Pacers. Okay. The other one is King's property, and I think he's coming over this year. I can't wait to preview the King. Yeah. They drafted TJ Leaf with the 18th pick. Of course they did. And then they also drafted Ike Anabogu with the 47th pick, so they got a couple of UCLA guys. Unfortunately, they couldn't get Lonzo to pass to these UCLA guys. Well, well, let's see. They lost Jeff Teague to the Timberwolves. They lost Aaron Brooks and Lavoy Allen into the ether of free agency mm-hmm. where they have not been signed. And they made a few trades. The biggest trade they made was trading C.J. Miles to the Toronto Raptors for Corey Joseph. Oh, then they also, misdirection there. Yeah. They also traded 
Paul George, top 10 player, best pacer in the past decade, to Oklahoma City for the contract of Victor Oladipo and the potential future of DeMontis Sabonis. You know what this made me think of? Ron Harper was uh, asked about the Kyrie Irving situation recently. Okay. And he said back in his day, whenever a player requested to be traded, the team would always trade him to the worst team in the NBA as sort of punishment. Yeah. Just funny because uh, we know from our uh, Clippers historian, Mick Minnis, that Ron Harper was once a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers when he asked to be traded, got sent to the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, maybe that this Paul George trade, you know, people were saying, why would the Pacers GM Kevin Pritchard take seemingly the third or fourth best rumored package for Paul George? Or maybe he just wanted to send him to another NBA Siberia, Oklahoma City. Sure. The punishment. That's that's a, that's a fair analysis. It, he saw what sort of treatment... Kevin Durant got after he left OKC is like, oh, you want to leave? Well, not only are you going to have to leave the Pacers <laughs> fan base, then yeah. you're going to have to leave the Thunder fan base. A too. very ven- like angry, revengeful fan base. Those are the changes they made. The starting lineup looks a little bit like this. And now, the starting lineup for your Indiana Pacers! Darren Collison, point guard. Shooting guard, Victor Oladipo, small forward Bojan Bogdanovich, power forward Thad Young, center Miles Turner. You know, Oladipo, going back to that trade, he went to the Indiana University, or is it University of Indiana, right? The last time that the Pacers traded a player to get someone who was from Indiana or went to college in Indiana was another superstar that they got rid of. They traded Kawhi Leonard on draft night to get IUPUI alum George Hill. George Hill. That didn't really work that out for him too much. That didn't necessarily work out. The depth chart, I mean, Miles Turner, everyone's pretty high on Miles Turner being a thing. Yeah, he's the best player on the team. Sabonis will actually get some run on this team, as opposed to last year. He was stuck behind a bunch of players. He played so. on the same team as Russell Westbrook. Yeah. This will be a good chance for him to actually see what he can do. Do you think Thad Young makes it through the season on the Pacers? Or do you think there's someone willing to take a shot at Thad Young to Is add Thad to the team? Is Thad Young going to be the difference maker for a playoff contender? I don't know. Or That's, a championship contender? I don't know. And I, I was just looking at names of players that might actually have some sort of street value. Is, he, is it the final year of his contract? I was just looking that up. It might not be. Well, he has a player option for the following season, so that's going to be kind of tough. I was just looking to see if they had anything to trade because there is some sort of youth, but this is far from your father's Indiana Pacers of the past few years. Yeah, if I'm a Pacers fan, my fear is that the GM doesn't realize how bad this team is and they're actually going to try and win games. That's that's kind of what I was getting at a little. Of, yeah. Like there's enough. Get rid of that young for someone worse. That's what you're suggesting. Sure, yeah. That's what I mean. They're trying to see what pieces. Like they still have Al. They have Al Jefferson, who is actually on a pretty friendly deal. It's only like ten million a year. Right. So there are some plus, things. Plus, they get uh, discounts every year when he's suspended for marijuana. <laughs> Cash that money. Quick over under. What does Vegas have him at? Vegas has them at thirty-one and a half over under. There's a lot in that Vegas range. I'm going. I'm going under. I think when they start off two and seventeen, they're gonna pivot. 
pivot to pivot. Pivot. pivot to Bagley Junior Town. I'll say there are a few games over. I think they'll probably wind up with a few more wins than they should have. They'll beat a few teams that they shouldn't. I guess that always happens. There's enough semblance of what seems to be talent on this team that they'll put together a win here or there. Man, if the Warriors played in the East, do you think it's possible they won 80 games this yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, that would be insane. Okay, let's get to our uh, Survivor segment. Tell you who would be the first player voted off and the player who would win the Battle of Survivor. <laughs> My pick is Thad Young for the winner. Okay, nice. Miles Turner is a beast, but the golden coconut or whatever you win goes to a veteran on this one. Yeah. First guy voted off, Lance Stevenson. Wow. Do we really need to explain this? He blew in <laughs> Sabonis's ear. Everyone thought it was funny. Then he blew in Thad Young's ear, and he had to be emergency choppered out of there. <laughs> I picked Al Jefferson as the winner. Same thing, a vet. He's seen it all. He doesn't suffer fools. No, sir. The first one off. I was going to say Joe Young, but he seems scrappy. Okay. TJ Leaf is a little too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Miles Turner is the first one off the island. Oh. Because the, they gang up knowing he's the biggest threat. He's a threat, and, yeah. And gang up to get him kicked off. It's like the pretty slutty girl on uh, The Bachelor. Sure. Another show I have not really watched. <laughs> Our next segment is called Five Stars. That's where we tell you about things from Indianapolis, Indiana, and rank them based on our very scientific one to five star ranking yeah. system. Matt, do you want to lead us off? You know who's from Gary, Indiana? Oh, remind me. The Jackson Five. Wow, really? More like Jackson Five Stars, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shocker. Yeah. Didn't know that. I know that uh, LeBron and Steph Curry were both born in the same hospital. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. In, wow. Uh, in Akron. The Indy 500. They host this in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, you don't per say. Personally, I find nothing interesting or redeeming in car racing. You know, fans of car racing might think basketball is dumb, though, too. Somewhere on the Indy 500 version of Brickhouse, there's some guy right now saying, Hey, you know what sucks? NBA basketball. <laughs> it's I don't true. listen to that podcast. and uh, They don't listen to this one either. One star One star. the Indy 500. In 2013, Indiana ranked first in meth busts oh. with 1,800. Holy cow. 1,800 meth busts in the state of Indiana in uh, 2013. There's a lot of stiff competition. Right. Number one for meth busts, one star in the star ranking, Bob. <laughs> we, don't, we don't rate that high. Wow, that's a shame. Hoosiers. The movie Hoosiers. The movie. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Classic with Gene Hackman, Dennis Hopper, who are both great. I still watch this movie at least once every three years. Uh, but the basketball in it is pretty atrocious. There's the same level of believability in the basketball scenes as Teen Wolf. And Teen Wolf has a uh, wolf that dunks. And, you know, a man that turns into a wolf. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> too. For people older than me that grew up on, uh, on Hoosiers, they're going to be sorely disappointed when their grandkids would rather watch Thunderstruck. Oh, man. I'm giving it three stars. Three stars. You know who's from Indiana? Current vice president, Mike Pence. Oh. I asked and the his wife, mother. His wife, mother, yeah. <laughs> I asked the House and Senate to pass a bill telling me how many stars Mike Pence gets. Uh, they didn't do it, but they promised they will eventually, oh. Bob. Politics. <laughs> One star. Indiana Jones, Matt. Oh, wow. 
I who, thought he was from. Uh, I'm just kidding. I was. Yeah. Who cares if this is a fictional character who's not from Indiana? Nor yeah. does he live or work there. Indiana Jones is my favorite movie franchise of all time. I even named my dog Indiana Bones. That's true. After Indiana Jones and the Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is your favorite one? Hot take. I even like the Kingdom of the Crystal nice. Skull. Nice. It's actually not. I watched it a few weeks ago. It's not terrible. It's a thousand times better than watching the Indy 500. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> nice. On the next episode of Brick House. This next team is used to being in the lottery. That's because they're run by a Russian oligarch who won the lottery in a nickel mine. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Maybe he likes the lottery because that's how he thinks you win. Everyone loves the lottery in America. Yeah. Find out who we're talking about on the next episode of Brick House.